I'm Hotep. Hey. Hello. I'm Amber. I'm Allie. That came out of my mouth very weird, but hey, welcome <laughs> to our Magic of Egypt podcast, Kemeticism for the Modern Pagan. <laughs> we are super excited to be starting this. Um, we've been talking about this for a while now, where Amber and I will be on the phone with each other for literal hours talking about um, the intricacies of Kemeticism. And this felt like a really good format to kind of save those conversations and share them with all you lovely people. Exactly. Couldn't say it better than myself. So, um, a lot of you guys probably already know Amber. Um, my name is Allie. I do not really use TikTok other than to mod all of her lives. Uh, She's the best mod, just saying. Um, I have been a comedic pagan for about three years now. Um, And I think it's important to say that comedicism is a lifelong learning experience. It's not a, um, oh, I've been comedic for two years and I must know everything. No, absolutely not. So our goal with this is not only to save our conversations for when one of us is at work and we miss the other, but to... (laughs) That's fair. But to maybe help some people um, find some really cool resources and avoid some of the ones we wish we missed. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. And yes, I just looked at Mysteries (laughs) of Isis, but we're not going to talk about that right now. It's it's already starting. (laughs) It's already starting. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah I I am Amber I've been a comedics for working on six years right now mm-hmm. it's been a wild ride we should probably talk yeah. about what comedicism is yeah probably so comedicism is the term that most people use for the Egyptian pantheon so the Egyptian pantheon of gods so when we say that we are comedic pagans, that means that we are um, pagans that follow the um, ancient Egyptian um, religious path. Um, Correct. So further on in this podcast, we'll talk about um, who we work with, um, what is it that we do with our practice, and like we said, we're just trying to you know, help some some small comedics. Maybe you're thinking about um, starting to research the Pantheon. Maybe you've already researched the Pantheon. Maybe you just miss Ember's TikToks when she's not posting. Who knows? We don't... <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Is that what you do? I love you, too. I love you've you. You've the audacity to work while I'm not working. <laughs> I think I just have the audacity to work. So, just really quickly, a pagan for the term, the the purposes of this podcast, um, we're considering it a person that holds the religious beliefs other than those of the main world religions. That de- definition comes from the app, app, bleh, 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 Apple Dictionary app. Um, it's it's the old gods. So, like for instance. Um, I work, and this is part of what makes, I think, the podcast interesting. I work with Osiris and Amber works with Set. Yes. And if you know anything about the Egyptian pantheon, 
They don't always love each other. No. <laughs> so you're getting it's two fun. very different perspectives of some of the myths. Which is very interesting, I think. I think that adds a lot of fun. It's very balanced, which is very our pantheon. Yeah. There we <laughs> it's go. Like the, it's like the whole point. Yeah, that's why we're doing this. <laughs> Ma'at. Yes. <laughs> we will get to her later. Yes. Yeah. Worshipping the old as fuck gods. Yeah. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> so... Do we want to talk about why we got into Kemeticism in the first place? Sure. Do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Okay. So, I just kind of fell into it. I have been kind of casually researching um, Egyptian history my whole life. I just felt super drawn to it ever since, you know, we learn about it in you know, elementary school or whenever it is that you learn about it. It's always been a huge point of fascination for me. And then when I started researching paganism, it was it was like an instant connection to the philosophy of what it is that we do to be comedic pagans and just such a it just made sense to me. And I've never really needed to look beyond that. I think I got really lucky in that sense where I didn't, I didn't really fumble for lack of a better term. Um, I just kind of fell exactly where I was supposed to, I think. That's awesome. Thanks. You're welcome. I suppose you put an Aladdin pun in the, uh, we have an outline that we're looking at. (laughs) <laughs> because I've got severe ADHD and I need one. <laughs> I don't think it helps that I kind of like feed off of that too. <laughs> like I just, I don't like, I kind of just segue with you. So, <laughs> which isn't a bad thing. It's fine. I think it's cute. It works. <laughs> but I've talked about this a lot on my TikToks, so... Amber has a wonderful TikTok. Her username is Desert Road Rose Goddess, if you're not following her already. Allie. <laughs> I love you. Plug, 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 pluggy, plug, plug. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't remember getting into this when I was younger, like in elementary school or anything. I don't remember them teaching us about it. I do remember in, like... Was it high school or middle school? I think it was high school. They, in English t- class, would teach us about the Greek pantheon and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Which, um, so I didn't have as much of an interest until like six years ago, and I had a dream, and this is when I was kind of getting tiptoeing into paganism and tiptoeing into like the witchy stuff because I just got my first tarot deck and I was getting crystals and all that stuff mm-hmm. we love that for you <laughs> I'm addicted to crystals <laughs> whoops it's alright it's partially my fault <laughs> <laughs> it's okay it's fine it works but I was thinking like how do I find 
my patron should I even look into that because I was just coming out of like Christianity and stuff so then you know that whole religious trauma (laughs) the C word the C word (laughs) (laughs) but I had a dream where a bunch of deities were chasing after me every single one from every single pantheon except for the Egyptian pantheon and I remember climbing up into this fountain and it looked like it was something that was related to Poseidon and all of a sudden I was swooped up into the air and we landed into the desert and Ys was the one that saved me so for our um non-comedics um there are greek and then egyptian names for the gods east it east's greek name is isis a lot of you probably know the gods by their greek names but we're going to talk about that in a little bit too yes and honestly it was just the rest was history i told my my best friends in sixth grade i was like hey isis came to me in a dream should I welcome her in my space? He's like, yeah. So I did. And then later on that year, around August, September, Set started poking. Mm-hmm. And I've also talked about that on my TikTok. He <laughs> <laughs> would not leave me alone. <laughs> but, and from there, I just researched. Mm-hmm. And I'm where I am now. And we're all better for it. I do. Thanks, Set. <laughs> do I set for besties? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's kind of how we met, is that this was in the period of time where Amber wasn't talking about who her patron was on TikTok. And just a side note, similar to um, how Amber was, I do have a patron that I will not be talking about. Um, I will be talking about the other god that I work with, which is... Osiris um but this was in the period where Amber and I um met where I was basically just like I love your content um I I just I loved it I was so drawn to her as a teacher and now it feels like I'm sucking up because like we're best friends now and I'm like I just felt so drawn to the way that you taught that I sent I I crept into your DMs and I was like I'm very lonely will you be friends with me (laughs) and And she said yes and she regrets it (laughs) I do not regret it I don't regret it at all (laughs) (laughs) so that's how we met the last set for best Um, (laughs) thanks set and I say it that way because I was in a time of my life where I was very guarded to let spiritual people come back into my life from having (laughs) do I call it an oopsie? I don't know what to call it. (laughs) Well, I think that sometimes people take advantage of this sounds again like I'm sucking up, but sometimes people take advantage of how nice you are and how much you want to help. Yeah. Because, I mean, even in your astrology, it's like you're just like, you're, you're just so sweet and I'm so not. You are. <laughs> again, I know. <laughs> but 
yeah and then I kind of just pulled out my deck and asked Set for advice so I took his advice and now we're besties and he regrets it <laughs> probably he's, probably he's the one that regrets it not us <laughs> oh my god he's gotta deal with it <laughs> Poor guy. Oh well. He'll live. He'll deal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, really briefly, there is discussion about if cometicism is an open or closed practice. And what that means is an open practice means that anyone can join, anyone can worship. This is a very watered down simple answer to or definition Mm -hmm. to what it is and a closed practice is something that you need to be initiated into or something you need to be born into so you know the the obvious answers for a closed practice are like uh hoodoo voodoo um a lot of um i think all uh indigenous american i think it's all of them right i think so i just i don't even touch it <laughs> like, I, I, I don't either I, don't anything about I educate it. myself on it but I don't really like I think just like when something is closed like I just kind of like file it in the decks of my brain of like okay don't don't do that and then I'm like okay it's over there um yeah just I, I I very much just try to stay in my lane yes and there's a lot of discussion whether cometicism is open or closed and even historically um, Kemeticism, the Egyptians loved their faith. They loved, they loved being alive. They loved their gods. They loved worshiping their gods, and yes. they encouraged other people to do so. We have so many different resources telling us that. While it is geographically an African country because it is literally on the continent of Africa Egypt the country is a Middle Eastern country the people are Middle Eastern they're I think the the Egyptian people are like some of the most beautiful people on the planet like I they're so warm too they are very warm welcoming and because you know when I went to Egypt it was just Mm You wanted to give everyone a hug, basically, because they're just so... And, like, when you send me pictures of your friends that live there, that, like, have grown up there, I'm like, oh, like, they, I just, I, I want friends there. <laughs> they would love to be your friend, Allie. <laughs> I'll take you. You'll meet them. Probab- they probably wouldn't, but I love that you think that. I can guarantee you that they would. <laughs> the very winded way that we're saying is it open or closed it is 95% open the 5% in my opinion that's closed or it's not an opinion it's a fact is the comedic orthodoxy yeah you have to be initiated into it yeah and comedic the comedic orthodoxy is also a very new I I hate the phrase new age but I can't think of another way to describe it it started in the 80s, I do believe, like the late 80s, yeah. early 90s, when that whole, when this whole, like, spiritual stuff, <laughs> for lack of a better term, just kind of lifted off. Mm-hmm. And 
Amber and I don't know a ton about the Kemetic Orthodoxy because we're not members of it. There are some free classes. There are. That you can take. Um, that decision is yours to make, listener, if you want to research the Kemetic Orthodoxy. Uh, Amber and I do not belong to it. So this is, I think this is kind of the last time we talk about the Kemetic Orthodoxy on the podcast. Yeah. The first and last. The first It's just really to signify it's an open practice except for, if you see online, it's called the KO sometimes. Yeah. Um, the Kemetic Orthodoxy is closed, but you can be initiated into it. Right. I don't know how easy that is, but, you know. I think it's also good to mention that the classes are geared towards their way of doing Kemeticism. So, mm-hmm. keep that in mind as well. Yeah, you know, again, we don't know really anything about how they operate. Yeah. What we do know is kind of how we work, and we think that it's pretty neat. Speaking of the way that we work, I think it's kind of important to understand, and I know that I'm talking a lot, I'm sorry, I have so much Virgo in my chart, but... (laughs) I really don't care. (laughs) Um, While we know... Obviously, the majority of our information is from the Egyptian pantheon. I think we're kind of the opposite of TikTok, where a lot of people know a lot of stuff about, like, the Greek and Norse pantheon, (laughs) and not a lot about the Egyptian. We know a lot about the Egyptian, but not a lot about the Greek and Norse pantheon. Like, I think we kind of know, like, the gods and, like, the stories. Like, I know that I grew up, you know, listening to a lot of the Greek and Roman stories, but I personally know nothing about the path of it's called Hellenists and uh, I think the Norse followers call them themselves heathens yes. I might be wrong about that no they but do. again like we don't we yeah. don't know about that um, we can maybe do comparisons if we know them for sure but it's not really something that is incorporated into our practice at all And while you can mix pantheons within your own practice, I personally do not do that. It it would overwhelm me way too much. And I just, I couldn't. I have a lot on my plate was set. I don't think I need any more. Oh my God. (laughs) No offense to him. He knows I'm, I say that all the time. And I think he's pretty, he's pretty chill with that. Well, I think that when you're talking about deity work, it is just, it's so involved. It is. Her deity. Yeah. And it's, it's, they, this makes it sound like I don't like deity work. I love it. It's what I spend probably 50% of my day doing. It takes so much time. I only work with, there's a difference between working with a God and worshiping a God. I work with two gods and I worship two. And just making sure, like I do, you know, I do offerings every day, I pray every day, doing all of those things is so time consuming. It is. That I don't think I could take on not only a third God to work with, period, no matter the pantheon, but doing the proper research that it takes to honor a deity properly in a pantheon. Yeah. I couldn't do that on top of Kemeticism. Me neither. I couldn't do it to the way that I want to. 
Yeah, me And neither. like I said, I've got a lot of Virgo in my chart. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have the time or energy. Like, I just could not... I couldn't give another pantheon the justice it deserves within mm-hmm. researching, and I just... I, I can't... I, I don't feel that I could do that. I'm not drawn to any other pantheon that I've encountered. Yeah, me neither. Like, I know that there's kind of this joke on TikTok where it's like everyone is either one of these five pantheons, but it's like I've never felt the need to go outside of the comedic pantheon for my own path. Me neither. I love I love reading classic mythology. I love watching Disney's Hercules, but other than that, like, I don't I, I don't feel drawn to it. Yeah. Hercules is great. <laughs> Oh my god, that's one of my favorite Disney movies. That and Emperor's New Groove. We were just talking about this. Yeah. We were trying to figure out how to record the podcast. <laughs> we we did a full circle. That might be in the bloopers. There's going to be a blooper uh, video somewhere. Somewhere. We'll let we'll let you guys know. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the difference between worship and working? Yes. Since- Do you? Sorry. Do you want me to keep talking? I'm talking so much. I don't care. I'm nervous, so I'm talking a lot. Like, I know how to talk myself out of a hole. I love it. (laughs) This is great. So, in my opinion, worshipping a deity is a really great start to working with them. Yeah. Like a a step one kind of thing. I agree. Um, You give offering prayers um you research the deity and you don't really expect anything in return i'm trying to think of something really specific that i do for the gods that i worship but i think everything's so intertwined with the gods that i work with that i i have to figure out something really particular that i do for her so I worship Ma'at yeah I don't really work with her um I mean I would in a heartbeat um but that's a lot (laughs) (laughs) and I mean she has her own section of the altar she has her own crystals and herbs and her candle and all that I dedicate research to her I just got in a book that's only about her and I'm so excited to read it but I don't really ask anything of her specifically I'm much more likely or guaranteed to ask I'm actually more likely to ask Seth for something through you <laughs> yeah than Ma'at <laughs> you do that often actually it's just, just like, like why aren't you asking your own patron? <laughs> uh, Poor guy gets teased a lot. <laughs> Set is wonderful. Set, I, I think that there's a, or there's going to be an, not just an episode, there's going to be a series about Set because yeah. we need to talk about him. But yeah, I working with a deity, a working with a deity is so much more than worshiping a deity. Yeah in terms of amount of work so my my two deities that I work with and I'm going to keep using Osiris as a reference um, his his Egyptian name is Wasir so if I, I kind of s- switch between referencing him 
while I'm talking. I am sorry. It is weird for me to call him Osiris. But it's weird to hear am, you say it. I know. <laughs> I, I slipped the other day and I called him Osiris. And like the, the vibe I got was like, uh, absolutely not. Um, I'm much more likely to ask Osiris for something rather than Ma'at. But I also put so much more energy into Osiris and into my relationship with him. It working with a deity is a relationship. It's a two-way it's a two-way street where I've seen people say you can just work with a deity and just have them show up and like that's it. They're, you know, they're working. Yeah. And or like a deity has to come to you. In the case of both of my my, my patron and Osiris, they came to me. I didn't call out to them. So I don't really know if calling a deity to you to work with you works. I haven't done it. But... I haven't either. Yeah. But I know that but, you can do either or. Yeah. A lot of people say that they don't come to you. It's a Christian thing. It, you can't tell me that they don't adapt to modern stuff, <laughs> mm-hmm. to the modern way of thinking. They have to. Yeah. I think that's a huge disservice to them to think like that because it's almost like they're not capable of growth Yeah. to think that way. But working with a deity is a lot more work than worshipping a deity but I don't think there's anything bad about worshipping a deity rather than working with a deity. I think there's this connotation on TikTok that you have to work with a deity or like you're less important or something. I don't know. They they do have a weird vibe about it but it's I love working with Ma'at. I mean worshipping Ma'at. There there I go. (laughs) But like I I love the the peace to it where I don't you know for my patron and Osiris I do prayers every single day I do offerings every single day several times a day I'm you know always conscious of if I am a follower of theirs I need to hold myself to that standard yeah whereas I mean Ma'at's a bad example of this now that I say that and it's kind of something we'll explain later on in the podcast of like why it's a bad example but like it's I don't know how I want to word it (laughs) words are hard it's hard to live up to a deity's expectations sometimes especially when you work with them but I think there's a little more wiggle room in worshipping like, I'm less likely to embarrass Ma'at than I am to embarrass Osiris. <laughs> I don't think you're going to embarrass anyone, to be honest with you. Oh, I've, I love that you think that way. I do. <laughs> I'm very, I'm just one of those people. I'm just like, they understand. It's okay. But I don't know what I left out about worship versus working. No, I think you did well. Cause oh, thank you. I, I mean, I do both with set as mm-hmm. well. I, mine isn't as elaborate as I would like it to be, you know, like my, my good morning prayers and stuff. It's just, hey, mm-hmm. good morning. 
while I'm making... bro. No, don't call your gods bro. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so funny. Oh my god, I would get in so much trouble. (laughs) Just walk up to the Usir and be like, what's up, bro? (laughs) Oh my god, he'd kill all my plants. No, No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. But it's not as elaborate as I would like it to be because I'm I'm I work six days a week. I'm mm-hmm. busy all the time. So it's when I'm getting ready and things like that, it's just, hey, good morning. I hope you're well. Um <laughs> and my offerings are very quick. They're not mm-hmm. because I have to like I work at a restaurant, so it's it's quick stuff. What's mm-hmm. on my plate is his too because I can't actually sit down at his altar or anything to be like here you go well let us know would you guys you guys meaning the audience not amber plural um (laughs) (laughs) would you be interested in knowing like what kind of offerings we give or like what types of offerings like I'm probably not going to tell you exactly what I give Osiris and my patron because that's you know there's a little invasive but I also feel like most offerings can be and will be very personal to you so there's that but we can we can give ideas yeah it's not just I mean I own an Etsy store where I do deity candles but deity offerings are not just candles and it's not just these huge elaborate gestures there's so much more that you can do to to honor who you're working with or worshiping yeah yeah I do both with set I feel like I'm a bad priestess because I don't do very elaborate things during the week because I only have like Mondays off but I know he doesn't mind no and I occasionally I work with Ampu and Nephthet I feel like I worship Nephthet more than I do work with because I do give her little gifts I have like seashells and stuff that I thought it reminded me of her when I was on the beach and Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm gonna put that next to her her picture (laughs) yeah but that's all you have to do especially when you're worshiping it's that's the point like that's exactly you just described it perfectly it's just you find something out in the wild that reminds you of them pick it up if you can there's some places that like like a store or national parks I think they have rules against that yeah but <laughs> yes in a store <laughs> I, I saw something in the Dollar Tree that was like a it's it's a feather statue it's nothing like super grand and I saw it and I was like oh Ma would like it and I didn't get it I dreamt about that statue for literally I think it was like seven or eight days oh, until I until I went I got it <laughs> I was like it's a dollar she can have it I, I purchased I purchased yes <laughs> Allie did not steal it that would be very against my odds. the magic of Egypt podcast is not condoned theft <laughs> correct besties don't do it oh I think that's that's a good segue into kind of explaining what Ma'at is outside of being the goddess that you are talking about 
so we kind of only have one rule. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that, you know, like we said, we don't know anything about the actual religion part of the Greek, Roman, or Norse, or any other pagan path. Um, But with the Kemetic path, there's really only one hard rule, and it is, I guess the best way to to phrase it is to prevent isfet yeah and to create ma'at so ma'at is both a concept and a goddess um there's two different occasions where i can think of where there where there is a term and a god by the same name uh ma'at is one of them um ma'at is the con- both the concept and the and the goddess are about truth uh balance and order yeah um, the concept, um, because the goddess will will make an episode about her because she is she is a whole story. She is wonderful, <laughs> but she deserves her own episode. I agree. But the the concept of Maat is what the Egyptians devoted their lives to. Really, it it was their moral compass and their reason for doing things. Yeah. That isn't to say that pharaohs didn't do a lot of messed up stuff <laughs> in the name in the name of Maat. Yeah, <laughs> but the idea was truth, balance, justice, and order. Where Isfet is the total opposite of that. Isfet is meaningless chaos. Yeah, what, and that's a very important distinction, which we'll also get into uh, in another episode, especially sets. Yeah. Yeah, so there's this... Amber's going to start sighing. (laughs) There is this, I think, miscommunication that Set is an evil god because he's the god of chaos. See, I told you. (laughs) He's... In Kemeticism, there's two different types of of chaos. There's meaningless chaos, which is a Svet, which is like... uh, uh, I don't know. Whoop. Like, what would you consider meaningless? Like, like, like train wrecks and car crashes and, you know, accidents like that, like catastrophic incidences of insanity that have no purpose to them. Where I think of sets chaos as chaos that is... The, either the result of something or causes necessary change is how it was explained to me. So I'm going to let you talk about set because yeah. that's why that's why we're here, besties. Well, you can also think of it as, and I know this might ruffle a little bit of feathers, but like a wildfire, it takes away mm-hmm. the dead stuff to allow new growth to come. Mm-hmm. You can think of it that way, which uh, my husband and I actually have talked about this often, especially mm-hmm. whenever I get on my tangents about oh, either mysteries of ices because we, for some reason, it comes up. And <laughs> mysteries of ISIS is a book, if you yeah. don't know, and we we can't stand it. But that's a that's a different that's a different podcast. thing. <laughs> Gods, that would... Anyway. 
his chaos is what brings the balance in Ma'at. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference, I guess. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say more. I was trying to think of more, but then I'm like, no, that's kind of it. That's it. I saw someone compare Seth's type of chaos with a protest. Like a protest sometimes is necessary to bring about change, but the protest itself might be... Um, like disorganized um something like that not all protests obviously just in this example of what is the difference between set and is that's actually also confusing set and is fet as i was saying it i was like wait a minute i'm gonna trip over that it is it's difficult but it's is fet the concept not set the god is fet is like unrelenting um evil it's yeah it's unrelenting evil And there is an entity that embodies that. And we're going to talk about it in a different podcast for all you comedics or being like bracing yourselves for us to say the name uh, because we don't we don't have time to get into that. All of no. that to quote John Mulaney. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the one hard rule that we as comedics have that I'm aware of is prevent isfet which includes not working with the entity that embodies isfet that is the one rule that's once you start doing that that's in my opinion it's kind of appropriating because you're not listening like it's one rule (laughs) it's not hard either no it's like i don't i don't it's not cool no it's it's not not edgy if you want to be edgy just work with set (laughs) <laughs> no, don't. I'm just joking. I'm sure he loved it. I'm that. sure he <laughs> loved it. Oh, God. <laughs> the look he's going to give me. Like, the vibe. Said it wasn't me being annoying for once. <laughs> it was your priestess, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I think that our next episode we're going to talk more about um the greek names versus the egyptian names and why it's so important to us in our practice to use the greek the uh, not use the greek names oh my god ali uh to use the exact the, opposite thing the, there <laughs> why it's so important to us to use the egyptian names other than they seem to prefer their real names go figure yeah um and the whole knot of information of comedic gods and their names that's gonna be a whole episode yeah it's important i feel like especially it'll be a long one probably i think it's the first thing that i learned as a comedic where it was like osiris's name isn't osiris i was like what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) it was like whiplash bam it almost i i almost stopped before i even started because i was like this is gonna be hard but it's not really it really isn't it's not like but i'm really excited for that episode because i have a lot of really strong feelings yeah we do we both do 
I don't. But I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> I won't get into it. I shouldn't get into it. We won't get into it now, but we will next episode. So thank you so much for joining. Really me, because I wouldn't shut You're up. You're fine. <laughs> um, you did so well. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank You're you. You're welcome. We would love it if you guys subscribed so that you would hear this whole rant we're going to go on next time. It's going to be great. It'll be um, epic. Trust us. Oh my god. We're going to have so much caffeine. I just decided we're going to do a lot of caffeine before we... I can't have a lot of caffeine. It makes me jittery. That will make it so much funnier. I'll be sitting here like... <laughs> like jewelry clattering. Yeah. All my jewelry just... It's okay. It's the it's the sound for the gods. Yeah. <laughs> sound yes. cleansing. Um, so we would love if you joined us. Um, in the meantime, Amber has a wonderful TikTok that she posts a lot of really cute content on. Is it cute? It is. I'm going to say like 60% of the time it's cute. The other 40% is like, hey, this is actual, you know, <laughs> we're, we're going to do some work here, people. So a lot of really cool tips on Amber's pot uh oh my god Amber's podcast this is the podcast this, this is the podcast and it's um, not just mine <laughs> <laughs> uh Amber's TikTok which is Desert Rose Goddess Ellie <laughs> I'll say it again <laughs> go buy crystals in Ellie's shop <laughs> no I mean do but like no <laughs> I get a really good Labradorite from that shop Highly recommend. Oh ten ten. Would recommend. Thank Would you. shop again. <laughs> oh my god! If I see your name on a label one more time, <laughs> I'm gonna scream. <laughs> I love doing that to you, by the way. Oh my god! Thank you so much for joining and us, and we will see you guys next time. We love you. <laughs>